two of Canuck Central, Satyar Shaw with Vic Nazar. If you missed the first hour of the show, make sure to check it out on the podcast. We got into quite a bit in the first segment. We discussed the latest on Elias Pettersson and his contract negotiations, which have not yet begun. Some moves around the National Hockey League, including Brad Trey Living as the GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs, what that means for trades around the National Hockey League, and we had a good chat with George Richards about the Florida Panthers as well. So check that out on the, out on the podcast if you missed it. Now, Bick, one of our favorite segments coming up. So let's not waste any more time. It's Sat, it's Bick, it's producer Josh, producer Ben, all hands on deck for Overrated, Underrated. Okay, we will start with this one from Justin. All right. The Panthers waiting 10 days between games. Overrated or underrated? Um, overrated. Uh, d- 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 you mean the rest overrated? Yeah, I think 10 is way too many. Way too much. I'd say it's underrated because of Sergey Brabovsky. I mean, and, and how much of this is narrative and how much of this is truth, but there is a narrative going on now that, you know, he, he loses a lot of weight right. when he plays, he needs some rest, and having these breaks are perfect for him to, you know, re-energize. The biggest factor has been goaltending for them, one of the biggest factors. So I'd say it's underrated because if it allows Bobrovsky to be the best version of himself for one more round, it helps him win the cup. So maybe it's underrated for Bobrovsky, but I think in general it's overrated. That's fair. I, I, I... Uh, yesterday, you were talking to Yannick, Josh. And he, like, I'm very much in the mind that it's like players are just creatures of habits. Yeah. When you fall in that rhythm of game day, off day, game day, off day. Again, you want some rest. Don't get me wrong. But I think like four to me would be the max. Ten days? Yeah, it's too much. So much. But I'll say underrated for the sake of like, argument. Again, it, it, it's a sprint now, right? Yeah. It's four games. You just got to win four. It's nice that Bobrovsky will be set for game one. But what if the rest of the team doesn't show up? Yeah, and, but and they're you, a little bit rusty. Yeah, but if you, you're rusty and you're going to lose the first game anyways, as long as you just get a split in Vegas, you're all right. That's all you play for, right? Are rest days more underrated in basketball or hockey? Because the Nuggets <laughs> have also been waiting a while to uh, play a game. I, I think it depends on injuries for your players. Yeah. Really. That's what it depends on. Fair enough. Uh, Canucks Corp. That's not the overrated underrated. <laughs> the overrated <laughs> underrated is from Canucks Corp. Brad Tree Living. Um, I, I'd say underrated because I see a lot of people making fun of him. Be like, oh, he, you know, they're hiring this guy. Look at the moves. Look, he's the guy who traded away Matthew Kachuk as if like he had much of a choice. And he's made mistakes in the past, no doubt about it. But I don't know. I like guys who can get deals done. I'd say underrated. I will say underrated as well because I can forgive mistakes of ambition. Yes. I cannot forgive gross incompetence. Mm. But mistakes of ambition, look, it, it's nobody's perfect. And usually those types of GMs get better with their next jobs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd say underrated for Brad Tree Living. Next one is from Ray. Rushing your window to become competitive versus the <laughs> slow burn and drafting well. So I guess that's kind of two and one. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I feel take, like that's a loaded, overrated, underrated. It is. Very yeah. loaded question. It's a leading one. Yes, it is. I mean, it all depends on your circumstance. Generally speaking, taking the long, patient approach is the best way, right? Generally speaking, if all things are equal, Taking your time and being patient is the best way to go about it. If, if every team right now is is the average team, yes. then yeah, take the long patient approach. Uh, but one glove context does, matters. Yeah, one glove does not fit all. But in you know, in general, I'd agree with, with that. I'd Are, say overrated too. Although, things. if you're guaranteeing me results, then it's underrated. Well, yeah. But it's risky. 
For instance, did the Panthers accelerate their plan rather than go with slow burn to do the Kachuk move? Uh, I mean, good question. I mean, they they traded away a lot the year before, and then they made the trade to get Matthew Kachuk. I mean, they've been very, you know, um, bold, I'd say, mm-hmm. aggressive and ambitious the last few years. But now, here, like, if, if the reward you knew was going to a cup final, yeah, that's underrated. All right, next one from Leo, bringing in hometown players in the final years of their careers. <laughs> well, it's overrated, yes. It's always overrated to bring somebody in just because they're a hometown player. Like, you should never bring somebody in just because they're a hometown player. Can you bring a hometown player in who fits a need at a price point? Then sure. You know, for me, it's not about the player being from your backyard. It's being about the player being a fit or not. But, so let's say, let's say there's three players that fit that mold. One of them is from Vancouver. Do you, is taking the Vancouver one underrated? I mean, so if everybody's the same, I'd rather take the Vancouver player because maybe that player would give a little extra coming home mm-hmm. or have a bit more coming home. But, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's mostly overrated. I'd say it's overrated, too, generally. I mean, it helps if the player's willing to take less. Um, but aging veteran, no, I, don't, I don't really agree with. I mean, Dan Hamhuis was a good example. He came in was even better in Vancouver. But he's in his he prime. Came. Well, exactly. Yeah. He wasn't like an aging player, you know. But, you know, you... And took a bit of a discount. He did. You could have got paid about a million more. I think the, pa- the Penguins wanted to pay him more. JL, touching the conference finals trophy. Overrated or underrated? Underrated. Because I'm not big on superstitions, so I think the whole thing is like... Just a little superstitious. Not even. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah, underrated. And we need someone that we're going to conflict on here. Cause yeah. I, just to touch the cup. You, you're you willing to put the hat on immediately after? That says conference champion on it. I think it's overrated. Not because you're superstitious about it, but because you're like, this isn't the trophy I want. Don't, then why wear the gear? Because like you have to, I think. Do you? You're, All do of you? them are wearing I think, I think it. you have to wear the gear. Do you have to put a hat on after I, you win? I think you're supposed to do that. You're supposed to. Contractually, yeah. maybe. You're supposed to lift the trophy. But, like, in the NBA. <laughs> There's a photo up. Bam Adebayo, like, tried to give Jimmy Butler the conference championship Jimmy trophy, Butler's. And Jimmy Butler says, I don't want that. His whole attitude during the conference final trophy presentation was amazing. He was pissed at to go to game seven. He was. <laughs> he was so mad to play game seven. Well, he's Come guaranteeing a victory every single game, too. <laughs> it's great. And then the so media's like, see, they won. <laughs> Love Jimmy Butler. He's a scary guy. He is a scary guy. I bet you, honestly, he's not even that scary. He's just serious. No, I know. I'm not scary. Yeah. <laughs> so unserious. I, I, I'm just, I'm so pro athletes that are unapologetic of wanting people to compete with them. Yeah, compete. Overrated, underrated. Jimmy Butler and Matthew Kachuk being the same type of player. Not really a top five player in their sport, but in the playoffs, they kind of turn into one. Well, it's underrated. Like, this is winning time. This is when it matters. Well, it's kind of like Jamal Murray's the same way with yeah. Denver. Like, he's a better player in the playoffs than he is in the regular mm-hmm. season. Which doesn't come around very often. No. no and the, it doesn't. the two things that I'm loving about these two players right now, Butler and Kachuk, it's so unselfish. Yeah. Like, yes, they're getting the acclaim for being the star of it, but they're not playing, like, they're not going out of their way to try to be the star opponent. Well, no, and even, like, when it's been kind of funny... The two game, the last time he scored a game win in overtime, he's like, let's get off the ice. Yeah. Like it's, it's just like so not, same thing when, when like Miami and Butler wins, like, hey, it's professional win, we gotta get off. Like, we, we're not done yet. We won this game, we gotta go win another one. Let's go back home and finish the job. The Kachuk celebration, well, it's kind of gaining popularity in hockey when you win in overtime and you just walk off. Just Although, walk I, I would have loved for him to tap the goalie up a little bit. 
the goalie's like, hey. Everyone rushed to the goalie. Kachuk's like, let's get out of here. Yeah. It's like your goalie's played unreal yeah, you know, for four overtimes. Maybe just like tap him on the head and then skate off. Uh, this one from Basketball Phil. The altitude in Denver being a factor in the Nuggets' favor in the NBA Finals. I'd say it's overrated in the finals. Underrated. Underrated? I think overrated. altitude is such a problem. Well, then why? The, so Nuggets have had this altitude advantage, and this is the first time to get to the NBA Finals? Well, you, well, you also have to have need good, good players. I know, but I'm saying. Players. I'm just saying, I'm like, if it's such an advantage, then like, how, how, how have they been one of the worst teams in the playoffs for so long? But their home record historically has always been good. Yeah. yeah At home, they've been good. Fine. I, I think I, it's underrated. I, I think best it's really underrated. Best home court advantage in in the NBA. Ask Tampa Bay Lightning how it felt to play there for that many games last year. Especially once you get this deep into the playoffs and you're just like, meh. No, I don't think it's going to slow down Jimmy. I think Jimmy's got the mental strength and I think think they'll be fine. It's like playing in Ecuador. So so tough. Mexico City, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. So tough. Canada think. won in Mexico City. If that was the case, Canada was never would never have won in wasn't Mexico City. Wasn't it a draw? City. Was it a draw? It was one one. Oh, they it was should one. have won the game. They were better than Mexico. Yeah. That's what it was. Whatever it was. But again, the but also the town decline of Mexico is starting to go down. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't had good drafts. Hey, by the way, can I fire off a take here? Sure. I've been doing a lot of furniture shopping. Uh-huh. It's a bad draft year for furniture. Furniture, whatever furniture up. designers are going on right now, it's a bad draft. It's a bad year, year. bad, bad year draft for furniture year. design. So don't yeah. buy furniture in 2023. Is the what you're the 2023 draft class, it's like, it's a bad year. And the and the prices of furniture have gone up significantly too. Yeah. Like it's, does it's, it does it matter like where you get it from? I, I'm just I'm talking all around. Mm. I think it's been a bad draft year. But you had to. You had to make a pick this year. This yeah. year, you had a yeah. lot of picks. I was trying to trade down. It didn't happen. So you didn't plan for the right draft year then. Look at you. You didn't <laughs> do proper scouting. I should have tanked next you year. Good, should have tanked this year for next year. We'd have more picks and a better <laughs> furniture draft. This is the draft. Yakupov yeah. draft. Yes. That's exactly what's happening. Uh, this one from Murph. Dan Murphy. Airport beers. Overrated or underrated? Underrated. So underrated. So underrated. I will go on my airport rant any, ta- any chance I, I get. I don't know what it is about airport drinks. Just hit different. The airport, just in general, is a great vibe. Well, it depends uh, on the depends. airport. Depends on the time and what you're doing. Like, I, I, okay. I'm pro hanging out in any airport. If you're trying to come back home and you got connections and there have been delays, being at the airport is one of the worst places to be. It depends on like your mood. If you're traveling, you're going away, you're getting on a flight and you're waiting an hour or two because you're going somewhere Just go fun. to the bar. <laughs> yeah, sure. But I mean, how long? Yeah. But yeah, I will say, airport beer, beers? So very, underrated. Very underrated. Some of my favorite uh, conversations I've had at airport bars. Yeah, I almost missed the flight once because of one. I, I've also done that, yeah. too. <laughs> uh, Stumbling across the airport. Uh, can Bick Nazar please come to his gate? You know what's bad when they hear, you hear Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. A few years ago, uh, me having four hour between flights, was not a good yeah. thing <laughs> at an yeah. airport? Yes. Uh, Austin and Langley, sour beers. Overrated or underrated? Uh, overrated for me. I'm not big on sour beer. I, mean, I would say overrated. I, I don't mind bitterness, and beer hasn't bitterness. I'm going I'm underrated. Like really? I'm yeah. going like, underrated, too. Really? I think – so I'll, I'll, I'll break out the draft class again. Oh, here we go. I think in 2020, when it first kind of started to rise, I thought it was underrated. And then maybe the last couple of years, it's like, sour beer, sour beer. Is it kind of like overrated? I think the 2023 class of sour beers. It's a good draft year. Good draft year. Good craft year. Good craft year. There we go. Yeah. Wow. Good craft year. Good craft year. Yeah. I'm back on the sour beer bandwagon. Maybe I'll have to try one in this in yeah. this craftier. Uh, discount Dracula. Whopper Wednesday. Overrated or underrated? Oh. I would say incredibly underrated. 
I, you know what? I, yeah, I mean, when it when it came to uh, fast food deals, my favorite was Whopper Wednesday was probably a staple of mine for a good few years in yeah. my 20s. Like, I wouldn't do a lot of fast food, but I'm like, Whopper Wednesday, go get two Whoppers. That's my dinner. I feel Wh- like there's just not a lot of Burger Kings around. No. As much as other fast food joints. See, back in the day when I you know, lived in the North Shore, there used to be one in North Van, so it was super easy. There's two very close to me in Coquitlam. So, oh, that's yeah. dangerous. I'm, I'm pro Whoppers, so. Whoppers in general. Yeah, underrated. very underrated. I can't say I've tried anything else from Burger King, though. Like, if I'm going to Burger King, it's a Whopper, and I'm not yeah. messing with anything else. Yeah, yeah do mean, they have, like, a chicken sandwich? They have, yeah, they have things Kaleo like that. Fish? Like, I was watching or whatever sure. version of it is. I was, I was watching that show Beef. Have you guys seen it? It's on Netflix. Uh, I oh, is that the one with uh, the guy from Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, okay. it's, it's like a comedy dramedy. It's, it's not bad, but... Um, Oh yes, I did watch. Right, that but, was but great. like when he's stress eating, he's eating Burger King, but it's like yeah. a chicken sandwich. I'm like, so of all the things you're gonna go and buy and, and consume stress eat from Burger King, it's not a Whopper. That's the only part of the movie that I don't, that the show that I don't think is realistic. That was pulled out. <laughs> this isn't, this isn't real at all. That was a great show. Though. That was good. I, I, mean, I, I will say the last episode I could have done without, but I think they could have done the last two episodes in one episode. Outside of right. that, oh yeah, you yeah. know, like it was good. Uh, I always get it confused with the cooking show though. The bear. <laughs> Whatever it is, <laughs> the, um, a bear is really good. Yeah, the bear is really good. Uh, no idea what you guys are talking about. That's on uh, Disney Plus. The first season, check it out. Season two is going to come out pretty not soon, but it's going to come out in a bit, and it's going to be good. Even beef though, huh. beef is good. You should watch. It. Uh, vanilla ice cream, overrated or underrated? Underrated. Japanese tale. Underrated. Vanilla ice cream is the best ice cream because it pairs with everything. Per- exactly, my friend. I would say overrated. Underrated. The thing well, is, it's not great. But I, I think it's underrated because it's just a good ice cream. It is. I but if you're telling me it's like it pairs well with everything else, it's, if I need the secondary thing to make the primary thing better, then it's like no, it's kind of overrated. I, I don't want a complimentary ice cream. I want the star ice cream. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, the, the reason I like it a lot better is because generally speaking, if I have ice cream at home, like if I'm doing the type yeah. of scoop ice cream, you do it with something. Like it's not just like a little, like you know what I mean. That, that's how I. You can make a sundae with it. It's so versatile. And I will say, and I will say. Vanilla ice cream on its own is still underrated. It's, it's very I like vanilla tasty ice cream on its own. own. Yeah. It's in my top three. Wow. <laughs> Cookie dough, mint chocolate chips, since you asked. Oh, so good. Well, hold on. Mint? And then vanilla is three, or is vanilla three? Or Third, is... yeah. Although I might take vanilla over mint chocolate chip. No way. Really? Yeah. I, I'm not like, oh, butterscotch and that's uh, a, that's bubble gum. <laughs> bubble scum. Bubble gum? Butterscotch, no, I'm sure you can get yeah, butterscotch yeah, ice cream. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Probably. yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. See, the novelty ones—they're greater once in a while, but like, yeah. it's you can't have them too much. That's how I like fresher ice creams in general. Like, I like lime ice cream, things like that. I like that. Are you a sorbet guy? Yeah, not sorbet. I like a good sorbet. Everyone. Not huge, but I, I like yeah, I like um, like vanilla with a little bit of lime. Mm. Very tasty. Table saw James overrated, underrated. Rolling down a hill and getting knocked unconscious to win a seven-pound wheel of cheese. Oh, you see that? The the cheese roll thing? The the yearly thing? It was a Canadian who won. Uh, I, I'm saying overrated. From, from Nanaimo or the island or something? I believe so. Yeah. Local star? Yeah. I'm, but I'm not I'm not going to... I'm very happy for that person. I think... I'm not breaking th- seven bones in my body doing The thing this. is, 15 years ago, I would have loved doing it. Would you have? Actually, I, I would have loved doing it. I'm, I, gonna, I, I'm pro, like... Destroy yourself? Yeah, but now it's like I've destroyed myself enough times. Like, I no, can't have no. another concussion because I don't know what's going to happen. No, you you, um, you really don't need one. Yeah, but 15 years ago, I would have enjoyed being, like, participating in that event. Yeah, I, I, I that, see, that to me has never been, like, I, I used to be into, like, wanting to do extreme, extreme sports. I snowboard mm-hmm. quite a bit. I was really into it, and I blew my knee out and, you know, I had to change my I've only my ever... Lifestyle. But... Sorry, go ahead. 
No, but I'm saying, like, that never appealed to me, running down a hill, knowing that you're going to, like, tumble, break an ankle, break, you know, blow your knee out, yeah. smash your head on the ground. Like, it doesn't seem, like, fun to me. I, I've only ever broken one bone in my body. So you bre- you'd break multiple doing that. So I have a lot of faith that, like, my my bones are durable, but my, my head is a mess. Yeah, I don't know. Famous last words. Yeah. I'm reading about the race because I've just seen the, like, it, it'll show up on highlight shows and stuff, right? The cheese rolls down at uh, 130 kilometers per hour. Yeah, down the hill. That's why. Yeah, it picks up a lot of. And momentum. I don't think you don't get anything if you win. What are you, you talking about? You cheese. get seven pounds of cheese. Fair enough. You get, you get the cheese. You're yeah, right. but, but that's what I'm, I'm with you though. The payoff, like for you damaging your body that much, is it worth it? But the the acclaim. Yeah, they're I talking about it in Vancouver radio. They're well, talking about it all over the world. Yeah, I'm thinking that's that worth something. Yeah, and I think you're a mark. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, this one, Discount Dracula, uh, sleeping with the TV on, overrated or underrated? When you're sick, underrated. Sleeping with the TV on? Yeah. Uh, I, it's, it's so underrated. I do it every night. Well, I don't do it every on purpose. Yeah. I don't do it on purpose. I but do it every night. There's been many a night where I fall asleep on the couch. I don't know what it's me in the off season. So during the season, you know, there's a sleep button. I know, but like during you, the you during the, the sleep button. Yeah. It's like I'll, I'll pass out to something out on the news and or it whatever, sleep, right, and, and the TV just turns off yeah, on its own. I should yeah. do that. But most the, devices, my fan has a sleep button on it now. Like during the season, I'll be up to like one thirty-two or whatever, like you know, after games. During the off season, once ten o'clock rolls around, I may pass out. I'm liable to pass out at any moment after yeah. ten p.m. My sleep schedule just gets ruined <laughs> yeah. once the next season starts. Um. I can't say, like, I'll fall asleep during the day with the TV on if I'm taking really? a nap or whatever, but I won't at night. I do at night watching some, some shows. I've done that quite a few times. Uh, overrated, underrated. This one, uh, I don't know if you can be honest. Owen, producer Josh. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to let you answer first. It's, it's your show. It's okay. You know what? I'll, I'll turn down my headphones. Be I'll, I'll, no, I'll be honest. He's underrated. Josh is an underrated kid. I, and I say kid because he's only 15. But I'll be honest. He's he's overrated. <laughs> Thank you. I, I needed to be humble. <laughs> that's that's what we're about. This is heat culture coming to 650. You're overrated, man. you got to compete. compete. You're not competing hard enough. Got to get my body fat percentage down to <laughs> play on Pat Riley's team. Uh, Chef Swagger, lemonade. Overrated or underrated? Underrated. Uh, underrated. It's lemonade season. Underrated as I'm long liked. as it's not too sweet. Like I, I'm not big. I never buy lemonade because it's too sweet. It can't be too sweet. Sure. I'm, uh, a, I'm a big raspberry lemonade guy. That's good. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. My my rule generally is uh, May to September lemonade season. October to April cranberry season. Cranberry season. Yeah, that's not bad. I'm not big on big uh, lemonade iced tea guy in the summer. Arnold oh, yeah. Palmer, Arnold have an Ar- Palmer? or John or John Daly's. John Daly's. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, the fun version. Easy on the yeah. sugar. I'm I'm all for it. Uh, Sean and Port Moody, overrated, underrated. The Vegas siren to fire up the crowd before the game. Overrated. No, I'm gonna say underrated. I think siren. I think every t- sports team in North America copying that is overrated. But yeah. the fact that Vegas. It feels like it was popularized in Vegas. Well, the Canucks have been doing this. They did the siren for like 
decades before that. No, like they the did. Air Silent? Like did the, they? The, the, the Siren? I'm, yeah. I feel I, like it's post-Vegas. I definitely no, think they be, put back it in, the day, in a few years ago. They used to have an old one back. There's a Siren back in the day. Uh, we're not going to hear recent memory. Yeah, I'm saying the Canucks who, back who, in the day. Who, who reignited the trend is what I would say. I feel it's feel like it's uh yeah. But the siren thing's Vegas. an old thing that's been brought back again. It, it, it's not a novel idea. No. There's been air raid sirens. Somebody obviously. texted in and said postmodern furniture, whatever. That's a postmodern thing. Bring something back. <laughs> like it's not. It's nothing new. But I would say the the Vegas siren specifically underrated. But I agree, every other yeah. siren overrated. Because they just nailed everything presentation wise from the start. Because I think everybody's bought in. Invent your own thing. Everybody copies. Uh, this one, Christopher stuck in traffic. Saltwater swimming pools, overrated or underrated? Uh, uh, I, I'd say overrated, because like, um, I mean, and this personal, I, I know it's probably better and all that, maybe. Like, I'm not sure necessarily, but I, if I want to swim in saltwater, I go in the ocean. I'll say perfectly rated. Have you been in one? No. <laughs> But that's why I was no. trying to abstain from voting. I was like, if I can get away from just saying perfectly rated, then I'll <laughs> go with that. I'm not, I'm not a huge swimmer, so I'm probably not. Uh, You're not buoyant? Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> not, a guy. not a big pool guy. Not a big pool guy? Yeah. I don't know, man. I like hanging out. In the summertime, hanging out by a pool. Pool or beach? Pool. Pool, yeah, really. I agree. It depends where you are. Like in, in, Can- in Vancouver, like, yeah, I'd much rather be at, at the pool than the beach. Especially because the beaches in Vancouver in the summer. They're well, just a zoo. They're yeah. too mm-hmm. tough. Yeah. And you get sand on your feet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Th- that's why, like, uh, uh, our thing in the summer is do staycays, but rent places that have pools. Power move. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I like that. Yeah. It's a fun thing to do. Uh, overrated, underrated. Sorry, I lost it here. Anthony and Coquitlam. American iced tea. Have you ever made the mistake of ordering ice they're, tea? They're overrated. Yeah. So overrated. The, yeah. the fact that you have to remember to be like, oh, sweetened. Yes. Yeah. It's just American it's, iced tea is just tea and water. Yeah, Cold tea. So, so overrated. Cold tea. They tricked us. Yeah. And I, I get like, it makes sense because it's iced tea. But the funny thing, it's called American iced tea. And when I think American something is like full of sugar, not like unsweetened. The, uh, the, yeah, the, the other way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember being so betrayed the first time. I, I was like, iced tea. Just, just. It's where a lot of distrust comes with yeah. Canadian American relations. Uh, we so yes, there is a lot of that now. Uh, Cam from Delta. My dad and his buddies were the first ones to start the air raid siren back in the day. It's now in the Canucks Hall of Fame. The team even brought them to Calgary for the playoffs one year. It was definitely a tradition here first. Cam. From okay, Delta, but they stopped it. the tradition. Yeah, you you lose the claim. I think. What? No, you don't. If we're talking about like what's happened recently, but I, but I mean, even the siren, I'm I'm pretty sure the siren was it happened in Vancouver before Vegas 2 in some years. Like, I, I don't think it's... I don't know. Because I, I, th- I remember they brought the siren back. The old siren. I was like, damn, they brought the old siren back. And it was a thing. And I think it was pre-Vegas. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Like in the last 8, 10 years? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm getting my timelines mixed up here. But to me, it doesn't seem like Vegas, you know, spawned the whole idea or whatever. Oh, I definitely don't think Vegas spawned the idea. But if you're asking me, like, who's been the creator of it and recently and why people are doing it across all leagues, I think it's because Vegas. Yeah. In the last six years, I think Vegas has been responsible for that trend. Fair, fair. Uh, before you get to the next one, another text. A couple of good ones here. This one. Went down for a day and my five-year-old ordered iced tea. That's where our trust issue issues started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard to recover because you order iced tea, you take a sip expecting it to taste like one thing and it's the other thing. Yeah. It's horrible. 
political climate would be so much better if it was just regular iced tea. Yes. Uh, we'll end with this one. Overrated. Underrated. <laughs> shampoo. Uh, I mean, okay, so any type of shampoo is overrated because you're putting like you could be putting just toxins in your hair and all that, and your head is not good for you. It's it, it's reductive and bad for your hair and all that. The right shampoo is underrated. I will say, I went probably nine months or so without using shampoo, and I know that sounds gross. That sounds really. Did you sounds- use soap? Uh, no, I didn't. I would just like wash my hair. I would scrub it with my hands. Um, and my hair was incredibly healthy. It was healthy? Yeah. According to who? According to myself, <laughs> people around me. Because, like, if you're getting your hair cut and your hairstylist is like, wow, you have great hair, then okay, I can understand. If you, Josh Elliott Wolf, are self diagnosing, like, hey, I think I got healthy hair, I have my questions. Well, you know, like, so, like, you know when your hair is, like, greasy or whatever. Sure. Right? Um, for probably, and the reason I tried this is because I had been researching shampoos and stuff. Yeah. Like, hey, I want to get a good one. And a lot of the things I was reading was like, hey, you know what? Not using shampoo, if you stick Mm -hmm. to it, can actually be good for your hair. And so I tried it. And And then eventually I was just like, I'm going to start using shampoo. (laughs) The day you you realize you don't need to do it every day is like a... Oh, yeah. You don't need to use shampoo every day. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to use it every day, no. Like you've been lied to your whole life. Yeah, I mean, you definitely don't use it at all. I know, I do. I like, still don't get, like take care of your scalp, so I have like a tea tree shampoo. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like, like a scalp clean. Yeah, but it's like you still use something. <laughs> People think I'm saving money out here on on shampoo. It's like I am, but it's <laughs> I'm sure you use less than we do. Significantly less. Yes. Because yeah. I bought the wrong shampoo at 18 years old. That's not what happened. Is that what happened? Is that why you? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I hope not. <laughs> Could you imagine? You might be in for a good lawsuit, though, if that's the case. Makes a good money. Find, find some receipts from when I had from 20 years ago. I finally got dippity-doo. Part plus, you owe me. Uh, Rager, Josh, don't lie. You were listening to a Joe Rogan uh, podcast guest. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it, but no. <laughs> All right, uh, great stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll hit some more of your text messages on the other side. A great edition of, of Overrated, Underrated, Sat and Bick, Josh and Ben, right here on Canuck Central.